Good evening and welcome to St. Mary of the Mount of the Southside and Mount Washington Parish community as we celebrate the 20th Sunday of Ordinary Time. A special welcome to those who are visiting with us today. Please know that you are always welcome here. We are glad to see you as we gather once more for the Holy Sacrifice of Mass. This is a reminder that current safety guidelines require us to celebrate with safety protocols, but we are still here to celebrate the Paschal Mystery in communion with our risen Lord. All hymnals have been removed from our churches and no music will be sung by the congregation today. Also, communion for the congregation will occur at the end of the service and you will be ushered forward at that time. Serving as your lector and musician, my name is Thomas Conroy and our celebrant is Father Michael. gathering our prayers together. Let us pray. O God, who have prepared for those who love you good things which no eye can see, fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that, loving you in all things and above all things, we may obtain your promises which surpass every human desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, observe what is right, do what is just, for my salvation is about to come, my justice about to be revealed. The foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, ministering to him, loving the name of the Lord, and becoming his servants, all who keep the Sabbath free from profanation and hold to my covenant, them I will bring to my holy mountain and make joyful in my house of prayer. 
Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 67. O God, let all the nations praise you. O God, let all the nations praise you. May God have pity on us and bless us. May he let his face shine upon us. So may your way be known upon earth, among all nations, your salvation. O God, let all nations praise you. May the nations be glad and exult because you rule the peoples in equity. The nations on earth you guide. O God, let all the nations praise you. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May God bless us, and may all the ends of the earth fear him. O God, let all the nations praise you. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I am speaking to you Gentiles inasmuch as I am the apostle to the Gentiles. I glory in my ministry in order to make my race jealous and thus save some of them. For if their rejection is the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. Just as once you disobeyed God but have now received mercy because of their disobedience, so they have now disobeyed in order that by virtue of the mercy shown to you, they too may now receive mercy. For God delivered all to disobedience that he might have mercy upon all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Jesus proclaimed the gospel of the kingdom and cured every disease among the people. Alleluia, 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 The Lord be with you. 
with your spirit. This is from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon, and behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The human condition and the tendency to uh, compare, especially, and oftentimes with comparison comes with it a, a sense of judgment of others and or self, oftentimes leads to a sense of being better than or superior, or a sense of less than and inferiority or inadequacy. That human tendency, that human condition that we all have, that has as its core uh, a sense of loss of self or uh, overcriticism of the other. A couple of uh, interesting stories from others, not from me, but uh, that I actually heard others share. From a priest leadership group uh, I was in, um, it was uh, right after uh, things blew up around issues of uh, racial justice. And so almost our entire meeting, our group, our gathering, our conversation was around um, just that issue. So we talked about two hours and did a lot of self-reflection. And one of the guys shared a story about actually uh, walking through the south side. And as I was walking through the south side, there was uh, four uh, black men in shirts, uh, basically athletic shorts. They were walking towards him, not really, you know, doing anything other than usual. Language wasn't harsh or anything like that, wasn't anything threatening. But as they were walking towards him, he started to think, he started thinking, well, what are these guys up to? What's their issue? What's going to happen? He started to become fearful and on guard. 
another story from the conversation around uh, the gathering that we had actually digitally. It was a three-week three course in class called Let's, uh, Let's Talk About Race. And there was uh, probably about 50 to 60 people on the call, and it was actually uh, a black woman who shared an experience she had when she was a younger woman and actually working at the grocery store, and she was actually bagging. She was helping bag someone's groceries at the counter. And someone came forward, and she said to the person, paper or plastic, and the person ignored her. So she said it a little louder, paper or plastic, and the person ignored her. She said it a third time with absolutely no response, and she said, Immediately, she thought to herself, what a racist person this is. And then she saw the person using sign language. When people share stories like that, of authentic human reactions to things, uh, the, the comparisons and judgments that we have, when people share stories like that of even our own fears or our prejudices, I don't know about you, but what that does is gives me a freedom to be who I am and to reflect upon who I am as a person and the prejudices that I have. And right, I mean, think about it. I mean, when, when we live in a world where everything is right and everything is perfect and everything is good, right? And we live in these realities of comparison where I'm either superior to or inferior or, you know, or inadequate in, in, in comparison to things. And let me tell you, the digital and media world oftentimes helps promote that and, and increase that, right? When, when we look and compare ourselves to others on Facebook or, or on Snapchat, right? They're posting those pictures of their grandchildren or they're post, you know, or what their children are doing or, or, or you know, where they are on their, uh, you know, their anniversary celebration in some fine exotic place having an exotic meal or, or you know, they're, they're sharing, you know, something good about it. But, but what we oftentimes do in those social media platforms is we create these worlds or these images of ourselves or others that are far, far from true. Right? I'm not saying that there's not goodness going on in our lives, but we're all human and broken. And oftentimes what we do in those situations is like, oh man, I'm not that smart. I'm not that, you know, I don't have those sort of things. I didn't have that kind of opportunity. I must have failed with my children, right? <laughs> right? Or we say, well, at least I'm not like, well, you don't do that with media because you're seeing the good picture of everybody, right? But, but so that's kind of the negative judgment we put on ourselves when we see other people's media posts sometimes. Okay, now why? Sorry, that was a long tangent going off there. But our human condition, right? Our human condition that oftentimes has within it comparisons, prejudices, and judgments. I should write a book on today's gospel passage. It's probably one of those passages that has not had anywhere near the right reflection or the depth of reflection on it. You could write a long uh, dissertation about the woman, the Canaanite woman, 
and who she is and how she approached Jesus and how actually she was literally insulted by Jesus and called a dog, right? But she had such incredible courage. She never backed down. Think of the courage it must have taken as a woman in Jesus' culture and time to approach a man, people of authority, to ask for something. And then when she was rejected, not back down, but keep going, keep persisting to where the disciples say, would you please just send her away? She's being a nuisance. She continues on. And when Jesus literally insults her by calling her a dog, we would have a different word from that in today's language, right? I'm not going to say it in church, right? The same sort of insult, right? Uh, basically, she doesn't back down. And she literally takes his word and says, even the dogs receive the scraps. And Jesus is astounded. You could write all kinds of things about her. But think about this passage. Think about Jesus. Because for me, this is one of the key passages that shows Jesus as, as about as human as he can possibly be. Now remember, we say that Jesus is fully divine and fully human. And what fully human means is human in everything like us except sin. Which means that Jesus would have been influenced by his friends, his family, his people, his culture around him. Which means that Jesus had to experience what it was like to grow physically and to go through teenage years and to grow into adulthood. Which means he knew what it was like to experience sickness and illness and his, his thumb that he smacked as he's working in Joseph's shop, right? It means that he probably, like you and I who are human, because it's not sinful, means he developed an understanding of his own self-identity, of who he was, and had to navigate probably even what his mission was. If we reflect upon this scripture passage, and I'm just going to talk two things, first one real quick, second one a little more depth, first thing is this. He says, and he said this other place in Matthew's Gospel, I've come to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I've come for the Jewish people, right? By the end of the Gospel passage, after the death and resurrection, Jesus, the resurrected Jesus, says, go out to all the nations and baptize. Spread the mission in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Do you see the difference there? Jesus' mission Jesus' mission and probably his understanding of his mission, because he was human, probably developed from just a few people to realizing that the message of God's kingdom, love, and mercy was for all peoples in his humanness. Here's the second thing that I think is even more poignant. Jesus was affected by the prejudice that was around him. Jesus himself was affected by human comparison, superiority, and inferiority. The woman is a Canaanite. The Canaanites were the ones who were expelled from the promised land as the Hebrew peoples came. 
thousands of years before Jesus. Canaanites in the Jewish people's eyes were very much inferior people. And this is a Canaanite woman. And Jesus seems in his own self and humanity to experience, now remember, prejudices are human, they're part of our human condition, but they're also taught, they're supported by systems, the family system, the economic system, the educational system, whatever, right? So Jesus actually manifests what any Jewish man during his time and place would have thought about a Canaanite woman. He first of all ignores her, <laughs> then he basically says, I'm not here for her, and then finally insults her. The only other people who insults, by the way, is Pharisees, scribes, and, and Sadducees, the religious leaders, right? He's the only other person that I know of in the gospel that he literally insults and calls a dog. But by the end, he is astounded at this woman's commitment and faith. Jesus, fully human, like you and I, experiencing the struggles of what it is to be human in the midst of a time, a place, a culture, a people. Isn't that profoundly comforting to you, right? When you hear the story of somebody else who is prejudiced towards someone else or another race, doesn't that comfort you in some way to look at yourself and say, yeah, I, I can be like that too, right? And yet, to be somehow freed of that by the honesty, the vulnerability, the authenticity of what it means to be human. The woman actually gave Jesus another chance, if you will, right? We have chances all around us all the time to be transformed by our own sense of comparison, judgment, and prejudices by those around us, by those who care about us, those who are different than us, by those who love us. The human condition that the Lord himself journeyed with and helped transform. Our response to our prayers of petition is, hear us, O Lord. We pray for an end to racism and prejudices. We pray. We remember St. Rock this weekend seeking his intercession to end the deadly pandemic affecting our world. We pray Hear us. for all of those in isolation to find companionship with God, to recall with gratitude who are those who are significant in our lives, and to encourage others who are alone. We pray Hear us. for the grace this week to persevere in prayer and faith, knowing that the Lord hears and loves us. We pray. For all of those who have died in our parish community, especially Paul Kozakowski, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. Hear us, o Lord. We remember today Mary Falvo and honor Mary and her support of all essential workers ministering to the needs of others. All the intentions present here on our altar and those that we now hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Yes.
the Saint Rock Novena. I think they were handed out. If you have your mobile device, there's a Saint Rock link right on our homepage too. And you'll scroll down and be able to see uh, where it says Saint Rock Novena together. Saint Rock, pray for us that we may be relieved from all diseases of body and soul. Saint Rock, pray for us that we may be relieved from all diseases of body and soul. Saint Rock, pray for us that we may be relieved of all diseases of body and soul. We ask you to stand with us, Saint Rock, as we face the pandemic in our day. Whether we call it a plague or pandemic, we face the same hardships. Be with the people who are dying alone and the families who suffer separation from them. Ask God's blessing on the healers who work in hospitals, clinics, and emergency services. Be with us as we ask God for the grace to be grateful for all those making sacrifices for health. Help us to learn from your example that when we place our trust in God's mercy and love, he will make all things to the good. Amen. Yours is the second part of this litany. We'll do it three times. Lord Jesus, may thy will be done. Lord Jesus, divine physician, have mercy on us. Lord Jesus, may thy will be done. Lord Jesus, divine physician, have mercy on us. Lord Jesus, may thy will be done. Lord Jesus, divine physician, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. And glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be, world without end. Amen. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe, and please know that we are always praying for you. Is not the cup we bless and share the blood of Christ outpoured? Do not one cup, one loaf declare our oneness in the Lord. You satisfy the hungry heart with gift of finest wheat. Come give to us, O saving Lord, the bread of life to eat.
the mystery of your presence, Lord. No mortal tongue can tell whom all the world cannot contain comes in our hearts to